You're listening to Karen's Corner. Brought to you by Trader Joe's. It's Whole Foods for poor people. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one, one. Stop what you're doing and listen. We have ignition. I'm funny how? I'm funny like I'm a clown. I Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumb. You can't handle the truth. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? You are fake news. I'm not a smart man. The word itself makes some men uncomfortable. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Here are your hosts, Sean Curran. Why did you say that name? And Ross Dillon. Well, we're waiting. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of The Shit Show brought to you by Curran's Corner. Thank you for joining us for episode three of this nonsense. With me, as always, is my faithful companion and compadre in arms, Mr. Ross Dillon. How are you doing, Ross? I'm doing good. I'm still waiting for that day that you call me your lovely assistant. I think I think that's more fitting. The lovely Vanna White. Yes, I will take. You want to be my Vanna? I'll be your Vanna. The Robin to my Batman. Uh, I feel like let, you, you know do... what? Let's just stick with Vanna. Let's just stick. With Vanna. <laughs> I feel like you... yeah. We don't know. We don't know how clearly defined that Batman and Robin relationship is. Yeah. Um, I feel like you do more. So I don't know if you'd be the Pat Sajak and I'm the Vanna. Uh, no, I, you know I like the role of Vanna. It's uh. You know, you just stand up there and you look good, which I am excellent at. You look good. Um, well, so we have another good show, hopefully, for you tonight. Um, are you caught up in World Cup fever? Am I caught up in World Cup fever? Um, no. And I have a feeling. I have. I have a feeling Nicole is going to get really pissed at me for that too. Yeah, I know. She's got a lot to say that's going to come up a little bit later. Um, you know, but as as this is about to come out, I guess we're looking at a Croatia France World Cup coming up. But uh, you know what? I don't, I don't even care at this point that America's not in it because I'm still damn proud to be an American. Oh yeah, why are you damn proud yeah. to be an American? Oh, I think you know why. Because Space Force. Did you actually look into this? Did you read about the Space Force at all? I've read, I've read enough. I've read... Okay. I've read, I've read, all right. I, I've read that um, it's going to be separate but equal. It's going to be the fourth arm of the military. And right. to quote uh, the ever-so-eloquent Twitler, it's going to be something so important. That's it. That, that's all I said. I was joking, oh, yeah. but then I thought... This could be something big. This could be my next big idea. That's by the way, I do the best Trump impressions. So are you are you jacked up for uh, this? Do you think it's gonna be like a Starship Troopers? Everybody's gonna want to join. You know what, man? At first, I think I was kind of like everyone else and was like, okay, this is just batshit crazy. But the more I think about it, the more I am totally on board for Space Force. Space Force. <laughs> Why? Okay, well, let's think about this. And this isn't really my opinion. I didn't think about this. Uh, I can't even think of the scientist's name, uh, Michiro Kotaku or something like that. Um, But he was on Fox News. And I wasn't watching Fox News, by the way. I'm a fan of his on Facebook. 
and he posted the video. And he actually made some really good points about how the last time that we went to the moon, how that really stimulated the economy because it created the microchip. So that obviously stimulated all kinds of new products, new computers and whatnot. So for us to get a space force, he made a very excellent point by saying, we're going to have to invent all kinds of new computers and stuff to make this happen, which can completely re-stimulate mm, the economy for the next century. Point. It's a very good point. So now, now he didn't he didn't necessarily say it wasn't batshit crazy, but he said there is a lot of positives to it. Uh, now I don't know. Obviously, I don't think for a second that our president is thinking that way. No, uh, I, I'm. I think he's thinking like rocket boosters, you know, like lasers, like pew pew pew. Everyone in space fighting each I other. I want flying sharks with freaking laser beams in space. So, just curious, are we going to be operating? I want to call it, by the way, Space Force X, just because it sounds better. But are we going to be operating Space Force X on coal <laughs> or are we because it seems like we have one foot in the 17th century, one foot in the 32nd century here with Space Force X. I don't understand. We got to meet in the middle somewhere. I don't know. That's actually a good question. I don't. Uh, ooh, that's going to cost a lot of money to get that much coal up in space. That's we're going to have lot. to. Do you, know, do you know how many coal mines we're going to have to open to make this work? So are we talking about like QTs on every planet? Like you have to fill up your space station or your spaceship at the gas station. This is going to be kind of like, um, what was the book? It's a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy. There's just restaurants and, and gas stations everywhere in the universe. That's what this is going to be. I don't know. Okay. So what is that? The camp that the Marines have to go to it's in Baltimore. Boot camp or is outside. It's in Maryland. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a big, oh, like, boot camp. Quanto. A like Quantico. Right. Okay. Like, what is the space one of this going to be? Uranus? Oh, God. On that note, <laughs> it's going to be a fun show today, I think. Uh, but uh, let's get a little topical. Let's hear what's going on in the world today. Give me a little Red Ross. I've got to go Red Ross. And now, with stuff you don't care about, but we're going to talk about it anyway. You know Red Ross? It's Ross's Roundup. Red Ross! Okay. This one actually happened in your backyard, Sean. Not, I mean, not like literally your backyard, but it happened in Georgia. Yay. Uh, so we go from Florida to Georgia. Awesome. Uh, Dee Dee Phillips, 67 years old. Uh, she put a bumper sticker on the back of her truck that said, women who behave, women who behave badly rarely make history. And she was about to take a photo of it when a bobcat crept up on her in backyard facing her. Uh, she said, my neighbor's dog was barking. It drew my attention. So she saw the cat. She took a picture. And then it just came right at her. came right at her face. So the bobcat bit and scratched this woman. And she wrapped her hands around her neck and didn't let go. And she killed it. She strangled it. A bobcat that attacked her. Uh, animal control officers later came by and they said the bobcat was rabbit. So, Sean, I, I think the only logical question I can ask is, what is the strangest thing you've ever squeezed with your bare hands? Go. My penis. Oh, you had to go there. It's like I set you up for that or something. <laughs> wow. You're disgusting, Sean. You are disgusting. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Let, me, let me go. I'll, I'll, I'll try that again. Let's, let's, 
Three, two, one, your penis. No, damn it. Okay. Um, damn it. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, you're not wrong, but uh, I mean, like, have you, have you ever, okay, have you, have you ever choked something with your bare hands? Um, I don't call PETA or anything. I, I did choke a frog once and with your bare hands. Yes. And oh. the reason was, is it was being very loud and it was, we have a little pond in the back. <laughs> It was making this really fucking annoying croaking sound. It was, like it was doing dying. this thing that it does when it's in nature called its noises. And it was making its noises and I was trying to fucking sleep and I choked it a little bit and then I decided I wasn't going to kill it. So I just threw it. And I don't know what, I don't know whatever uh, happened to that oh, toad, well, I but I had to wash my hands because it smelled like piss and I did not get warts. Thank God. You literally, you literally squeezed the piss out of a toad. Out of this, I yeah, literally did, toad. but I didn't. I did not kill that one. Okay, well, I mean, fair. I, I give you props for not killing it. Uh, I, I can't say I've ever killed anything. I did throw it into. I did throw it into my neighbor's yard. Okay, though. so it may not have lived. Likely did, but there's a chance it could have died. There's, there's, there's I a chance it, you could be wanted by Peter right now. I think it. I think it lived to croak another day. Get it? Uh, I see what you did there. Uh, no, I, I, I have never killed anything. Oh uh, fuck you, man! You set me up. Oh, I totally set you up. That was the whole point of the story. That's bullshit. Um, I know. Okay, moving on. Uh, multiple sources. This is a really good one. This is and this is actual news, which is really weird for this. All right, multiple sources have confirmed that GameStop is looking for a buyout. <laughs> the company is in talk with a few private firms. GameStop has struggled to remain relevant in the wake of all the digital <laughs> game sales and popular online retailers like Amazon uh, with all their competitive prices. Now, it's not yet certain if GameStop will actually follow through with the sale, but when the rumors started circulating on Monday, the company's stocks did rise 11%. Uh, that doesn't do... That doesn't put much of a dent into the 105 Point nine million dollar net loss for a 2017 fiscal year. So, two <laughs> I questions. Have so many things to say on this, but go on. Okay. Oh, and I can't wait. I think I'm going to set you up again for this, but in a good way, okay. not I killed a toad one. Uh, two questions. Would it be smart for a company to buy GameStop? And the second question is, how okay. much would you pay for it? It would be incredibly smart for you to buy GameStop. Because if you know the GameStop model, you could buy it cheap and then just resell it for three times the amount that you bought it for. So I would say well that Walmart should definitely, absolutely buy GameStop. Because if you look at it in Atlanta, and I don't know if it's the rest of the world, if there's a Walmart, within maybe a block or two, there's a GameStop. And like they kind of go hand in hand. I mean, think about it. It would work, and it could work. You could set up it GameStop kiosks inside of Walmart, and people would literally be buying them and then like returning them at the same place. It'd be awesome. <laughs> what, what if Walmart went to them and said, "It's like, all right, we'll give you uh, seventeen dollars cash and like fifty-two dollars Walmart store credit. <laughs> we'll give you fifty Wall Bucks and." <laughs> <laughs> this pair, we'll even toss in a five dollar Walmart and, gift card and this used jar of applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but 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 you got to buy a year membership to get the five dollars off. <laughs> oh my God. Fuck GameStop. Seriously, fuck GameStop. No wonder they're dying. They're the worst. Like, I, you know, I, I will say this. I'm honestly impressed that they made it this long. You know, I mean, think about it. Like, there is no way that a company that refuses to change, like, they don't even hardly sell, like, gaming, like, t-shirts and stuff like that. Like, if they put out their own line of different, like, gaming shirts and stuff like that, they'd be making a GameStop. Killer. GameStop is just, it's like the DMV of stores because it's like, even the people that are there hate being there. It's like, you're there to buy a video game, something that should bring you joy, and you're like, God, I hate this place. I hate this place so much. Like, I'm there to get a driver's license, something that's going to bring my life happiness, and I just, you're just miserable. Like, it's it's, it's a horrible experience being there. Oh, and then the is. worst part about GameStop is they have the audacity. You try to sell them a game, like, all right, how much for this brand new God of War game that just came out last week? Uh, we'll give you five dollars for that. And literally behind the counter, it says on sale sixty nine ninety nine. When you can buy it new at at Best Buy for like fifty bucks, it's like literally <laughs> the audacity of that place. I'm so glad it's like Blockbuster. You know, Fuck that place. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you know I'm. I'm surprised they didn't team up. GameStop and Blockbuster didn't team up for the like. Uh, it it, it would have been. Um, it would have been most ambitious crossover in history. It would have been. <laughs> it would have been the absolute worst cross. It would have been the battlefield Earth of <laughs> what? What if stores? What if? What if? Uh, just Redbox ridiculous. just buys GameStop and they just use all the inventory to just rent out like that way. Oh, Redbox actually set up stores. You know what's funny? that Because I wanted to comment earlier. You mentioned on how it's like going to get your driver's license. GameStop is absolutely the DMV of gaming. Oh, my God, it is. It's so, it's, it's so it's is. supposed to be something to bring nobody, you joy. Nobody, nobody wants to go in there. I mean, the workers, you know. I mean, yeah, I'm not trying to put the workers down because a lot of them are probably great people. But you can just tell when you walk in there, there's the energy. It just sucks everything out of you. And you end up just waiting. You can't get any help. It's just, it's good riddance in GameStop. The people, I don't have a problem with the people. Right. It's But they even know that's like what we're doing is not right on any level. And it's, it's like laughable. You're like, you're like, screw you, man. You're like, yeah, we deserve that. So, okay. well, uh, I'm going to stop talking about GameStop now because I think we're both just going to get too depressed talking about it. Because I mean, really, like, even, even the thought of GameStop just puts you in a horrible mood, doesn't it? I know. I need a good story. Give me something good. Okay, this is really good. A New Zealand man stole human toes from a dead body exhibition, according to officials. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The incident occurred, but it, just wait. The incident occurred last month. A 28-year-old man visited the Body World's Vital exhi Exhibition in Auckland on May 4th and allegedly swiped the toes, which, get this, were valued at $5,500 each. Uh, he, he, yeah, he faces seven years in prison for stealing the toes and two years for interfering yeah. with a dead body. So, Sean... Is this a case of a really smart man who knew the value of these toes and was looking to make a quick buck, or is this just a random dude who took his foot fetish too far? 
<laughs> I'm gonna say foot fetish, but it also sounds like it. I think you got the countries mixed up. Are you sure this wasn't in Australia? This doesn't sound. This doesn't sound this like a very Kiwi thing to do. Like Kiwis, Kiwis are like America's. Uh, ki- New Zealand is Australia's Canada. Okay, they're very like laid back and like they're put together. Australia is America, and New Zealand is Canada. Like this doesn't. This story doesn't match out. This should have been Florida man. This should have been Australia guy. Okay. I, I totally agree, which, you know, that was my initial thought too, which made me kind of lean towards this guy actually knew what he was doing and he knew the value of this. Which toes did he cut off and why were they worth so much? Uh, it doesn't say. Uh, I don't know if the value went down after he sucked on them. Oh, uh, I would guess gross. that it probably did a little bit. <laughs> uh, but no, it does not say which toes. Um I, I wonder, like, well, do you get like? I, I think that I think the toes were solid gold and wrote "Admit One to Heaven" on them. Oh, you never and know. That's why, that's why he sold them. May, maybe this Jesus guy from Florida wouldn't told him to do it. Was it at a KFC? Uh, it may have been. Is in New Zealand, you know. <laughs> Every KFC oh has at least one dead body behind it. Oh God! If you could find anyone, who would you find? It's time for Fight Club. Ah, Fight Club. It's time to pick a fight with anyone in history. A segment we totally made up on our own. Did not steal from any movie whatsoever by the same name. Nope. 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 Original content. Do not sue us. Totally original. This is OG content, as the kids would say. OG content. Okay. So, I think you went first last time. We get 15 seconds. I'll start first. The person I'm going to do is Mark Zuckerberg. You tell me. You tell me when to go. Nice. I can't wait for this. Okay. Ready and go. Zuckerberg, more like Zuckerberg, responsible for the downfall of society just because he was an angry version that wanted to rate women on their looks. He posted fake news and responsible for for falsehood by not regulating his goddamn website. He gave us Twitter, got him elected, and he sucks life out of social situations and gatherings because he people are always updating their statuses. Nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, and by the way, Follow us on Facebook uh, at <laughs> Currents Corner. <laughs> oh yes, we caved. <laughs> oh, that doesn't I don't, mean we I like, don't like him. him. However, I am <laughs> addicted, and I, I am that guy that posts memes and my daughter, and that's about it. I post more memes than a soccer mom. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but they're uh, at least funny. Soccer mom. We just lost our soccer mom crowd. Oh, all three of you are gone. I'm so sorry. They were only here because of Nicole <laughs> yes, anyway. Exactly. She's going to be a proud soccer mom. All right. Who do you have for us? Who are we going to fight? Oh, I am fighting Charlie Chaplin. Ooh, the Hitler-looking guy? The Hitler-looking silent film guy. You're right. Played by the, the late, great Johnny Depp, right? Is he dead? <laughs> Charlie Chaplin? Johnny Depp. Johnny, Is he dead? Is Johnny Depp dead? Oh, wait, no. Just, just okay. his career. Sorry. Go on. Oh, okay. Oh, no, you're right about that. Sorry, you had me confused. <laughs> All right. Charlie Chaplin. Okay. Tell me when to start. Three, two, one, go. You sick, twisted, unfunny piece of predatory shit. You got away with pedophilia twice, and the only reason you didn't the third time is because she lied and said she was 17, but was actually 22. You got famous by staying silent, but guess what, 1920s Jared Fogle? You should just be just as famous for staying silent about your pedophilia, you sick, twisted pervert. Mm, you, uh, you went a little over, but I was so entertained <laughs> that I didn't want to stop the clock. That was fantastic. 
Well, it needed to be said. It needed to be said that he is a predatory piece of crap. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he loved the 14 and 13-year-olds. They did leave that out of the uh, the movie. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? It's Ro- almost like, you know, they wanted to paint a positive message. Wasn't him. Robert Downey Jr. Charlie Chaplin in the movie? RDJ? I have no there idea. Was a, there's an RDJ movie out there of Charlie. This is like right when he got sober. And I believe that they left out the pedophilia. By the way, the Jared Fogel line, gold, Jerry, gold. <laughs> 1920s Jared Fogel. You know, I was trying to think of pedophiles, some famous ones, and there are plenty of them, surprisingly. Uh, uh, not surprisingly. But, you know, Jared Fogel, when you, say, when you say pedophile, like, why is he the first name that comes to mind now? Have you ever thought about that? I mean, I'm, I hope you don't think about pedophilia, but have you ever thought, like, when I'm thinking pedophilia, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to stop there. Uh, no, you know what? The reason is, is because he was America's feel-good story. He was your everyday fat American that got healthy eating a shitty fast food restaurant. And people were like, he's our goddamn hero. And he, his fall from grace, there are two things America loves. They love a good comeback story, and they love a fall from grace. And he was both of them. Right. And he was both of them. And that's why. Um, by the way, I'll end on this. Did you see the Quiznos meme that came out after that? The Quiznos meme that came out after that? No, but I hope they're stopping. It was something. It was it was circulating. It wasn't by Quiznos, but somebody put this really fat guy. And it was, <laughs> this is Gary. He hasn't lost any weight eating Quiznos, but then again, he hasn't fucked any kids. Eat at Quiznos. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't uh, remember that. But oh man, that's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said with Nicole Curran. That's what she said. As with life, the only consistent thing I got going for me and on this show is my wife, Nicole. So we're going to hand the reins over for a minute and let her rant and rave about whatever the hell she's thinking. So I was um, driving to work the other day and I barely ever listened to the radio, but I just happened to put it on a local radio station where the funniest bit I've ever heard on the radio took place. So, um, I don't, I don't even remember her name. Kristen something, clean churn or something. I don't, she, Ross, up there, is there a syndicated show called The Burt Show? I've never heard of it, but I don't. Probably. It's not in Nashville. It's in Indianapolis and Atlanta. In okay, like, so it's a radio uh, market. It's basically so it's Nicole's a, talking a about a radio show and radio it's, show. She's a, she's a she's a, a a personality on the show, and she okay. has the funniest literally the funniest thing I've ever heard on the radio. And she uh, um, picks a fantasy football team every single year. And when she does it, she introduces each player with a radio voice and she does it like really raunchy sexual. And it is literally like I'm crying driving to the office. So it kind of inspired me to think about the world cup since um, literally she plays this fantasy football team, picks hot guys, and she usually wins every year, which is also kind of awesome. But, I mean, the World Cup is my favorite thing happening right now, right? And there are – I'm sitting literally right here. Literally a plethora of the hottest soccer athletes, male, sexy things you've ever seen. Mm. If anybody wanted a reason to watch World Cup, I mean, let's start there. So I'd like to do my own version of um, announcing a lineup. I've got 11 players. 
And it's not a fantasy team. I mean, it's a type of a fantasy, but not a fantasy team to play. Well, I'd like to talk about my team. Hailing from Brazil, goalkeeper Allison Becker. Show me your big, big pecker number one. Wow. And the crowd goes wild. I am going to post the pictures of my starting 11 that could literally make it easily into any of my future fantasies. Sorry, Sean. And I think that any other female should take a look because they're pretty fantastic. (laughs) I'm not a bad myself. (laughs) Hailing from Spain, Gerard Picue, any and all of my private parts. Number three. Thank you. What? (laughs) But he doesn't care about my private parts because do you know who he's married to? No. Shakira. The first guy? Oh. No, Gerard Pricu from Spain. Yeah, they're perfect. They have two kids. I'll poke you in all your private parts. Ow! That's my American way of saying his name. Gerard Pokeu. It's P I Q U E. He can pick you anywhere on my body. <laughs> this is Trump's man. Hailing from Mexico, Jonathan Dos Santos. Dos, Trace, Cuatro. Count me again and again. Number six. <laughs> oh my God. It's getting better. I'm, I'm just warming up right now. Yeah, I know. I, 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 bet, I bet you're getting nice and warm. You're getting all, <laughs> you're getting all sweaty with that wine, too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we've only done three. We have a starting lineup of 11, guys. Oh, my God. Oh my From God. Portugal, Andre Silva, your abs make a perfect V straight into my vagina. Number nine. <laughs> what? What the actual fuck? <laughs> yeah, nothing to do right. with the name on that one. She just wanted to point attention right now. to that awkward muscle that points straight to your dick. Oh, yes. my God. It, that's amazing. literally <laughs> the most incredible V you could ever make. Like, you should look it up. Andre Silva. Ow. I'm, I'm super busy, but keep going. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that V really should exist. It's not fair to regular humans because... Have you seen this individual with, like, the the low... Um, like, you know when they wear swim trunks, so but they're they're full, everyone, but they're very low on the waist, and it's just like... Everyone listening, Ow. she did this on her own, and she's trying to show me pictures of these guys she's oogling over, and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm the other room. I don't want to see this. I told I him to I was this. very busy researching, and it was glorious. The door was locked, and there was moaning. That's <laughs> definitely not true. That was it. That was just later in my fantasy. Hailing from Argentina, Lionel Messi. You make a messy in my panties. Number 10. <laughs> oh, man. He's been making a messy of the World Cup when he misses those shots. He has literally brought tears to my eyes for the wrong reasons, but he has path redeemed himself God damn today. damn got another one in. Oh, that's what she said. Oh! I'm just Hailing from Belgium. Thorgan hazard me 50 shades of gray, number 16. <laughs> you can put a hazard on me in 50 ways. It's going from bad to worse. You'll be a hazard to my marital vows. Ooh. True story. <laughs> Hailing from Serbia. Philip caustic me from behind. Mm, number 17. Caustic me <laughs> from behind. Oh <laughs> His name is Philippe Caustic. Oh my god. 
Yeah, I actually had perfect movement there too. Yes, she's gi- she's gyrating by that's the way. Worse. Just just so I can ruin. She's everybody. acting this out. Just so I can ruin everybody's you know thoughts for the future. It's, it's no, this it's is, just ruining my night. It's not ruining anybody else's. I think everybody else is reveling in my pain. Hailing from Iceland, my favorite team member, Rurik Gislason. You and your sexy man bun can geese all over me. Number nineteen. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not even. Exaggerating. This guy's beautiful. <laughs> Man bun. I'm about to follow him on Instagram. My friend just text, texted me or tagged me or whatever. <sighs> Hailing from England. Robin left his cheek. Oh, please. Do these cheeks left or right or any way you like. Number 21. It was a stretch. It was a stretch. A little stretch. You stretch those cheeks out. Stretch those cheeks <laughs> Behind again? I don't know. That's can what we, she can said. we reverse cowgirl those cheeks on <laughs> Robin leftist cheek? That was was way better. Oh good, my God. good talk, guys. Good talk. Good oh talk. My God. Hailing from Switzerland, Fabia Shayer, my labia into overtime. <laughs> oh my number <God>. twenty-two. <laughs> This is not what I had in mind when I pitched this segment of giving Nicole the microphone. Oh, it's glorious. <laughs> yeah, let's, hey, I got a great idea, Ross. Let's give Nicole a bottle of wine in the mic once a week. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, love, I I'm love this new it. life, my, this new version of my life. It's so cool. Um, <laughs> all right, do you want to hear my, my last one? Uh, <laughs> yes, I do. Hailing from Australia. Matthew Lecky, my neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack. Number seven. <laughs> my neck, my back, lick my pussy, and my crack. And might I add, Lucky number seven. Oh my god. Oh my. Wow. That's so, a. This concludes Nicole's starting eleven lineup into my fantasies. Signing off from my soccer days. She goes up. She goes down. She scores. Number 19, Nicole Greathead. See you next Tuesday. That's what she said. <laughs> said we were such a great couple. How do you feel about that now? <laughs> the fact that uh, you're still sitting there next to her, it just reassures me that you guys are the greatest couple ever. I, I mean, that, that's love her. I, I, have you ever heard of a fear boner? Because I'm sitting here next to her, completely turned on, yet scared that she's going to leave me for one of these v abbed soccer freaks. Okay. It seemed to work last week when I told you about it. Boom. I think it's only fair that we do a that's what he said next week, and Sean does Ooh. his own version. Ooh. No, I don't think so. This is my segment. Oh. You, can't fix, you, can't, you can't change the bit, dude. Sorry. I'll find some way to piss her off. Don't worry. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Well, that was never this in question. World, this is World Cup fever, my friend. This is, this also, is not my fault. By the way, this is payback for the fact that I'm not watching the games with her. Absolute payback. Did you see what Oh, little uh, hubby here posted onto Facebook? Okay, you know what? Hold on. That will lead us into our next segment. Let's go ahead and let's do a little sports ball here. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? I'm ready to go in for Just give me a chance. Sports ball. 
I posted a meme of the show IT Guys. It's a it's a BBC show, and they're sitting there in the crowd, and hooray, he's kicked the ball. Now the ball's over there. That man has it now. That's an interesting development. Maybe he'll kick the ball. He has indeed. And apparently that deserves a round of applause. <laughs> You're fired. You're not my husband. There we go. And, and meanwhile. Oh, meanwhile, one of the first people to like it was Ross. <laughs> of course. I hate course. both of you, officially. Okay. And and while I am like so pumped waking up even before Avery gets up to watch soccer, Sean is like, meh, doesn't care. He's posting memes. He's like playing video games or watching. Literally, I can't even get replays from the World Cup matches because he's like watching NFL, like talking endlessly. When I'm like, seriously, this is the biggest tournament literally in the world called World Cup, and you don't care. The, Julian Edelman. Wait, had, what time are you getting up? Julian Edelman had gotten suspended, so I wanted to tell her, and she, and she got mad because a soccer game was on, and I interrupted for football. So I want to ask you, Nicole, go ahead. Please go Mm -hmm. ahead and tell me why I should give a shit about this. Well, first of all, it is a sport that's actually played with your foot on a ball, football. Mm -hmm. So like American football, tell me why that makes sense because it doesn't. Because it makes America great again and we made it. Yeah, and that leads to a lot of children being separated from their parents and becoming terrorists. So that's a whole different <laughs> that's, that's subject. another subject. <laughs> on a lighter note. <laughs> on a lighter note. On a lighter note. We'll give you the chance to go ahead and, and tell us why we should give a shit as Americans about football. Okay, now you're changing a little bit as Americans. Americans. Okay, well, you said you don't want goals. One of the first games, three versus three. Uh, three I'm sorry. Three goals to three. Cristiano Ronaldo came through as the hero. He literally carried his team on the back, scoring a hat trick. Welcome to the World Cup. So okay. all of this, not scoring goals. That is pretty cool. Not only was it scored by somebody that really was kind of like the echelon of best player in the world, the hottest guy in the world, didn't make my list yeah. because it's just too, too cliche, but he literally carried his entire team on the back, scored a PK, scored a perfect penalty kick from outside 18, in almost stoppage time to tie the game to give them a fighting chance for the tournament. That sounds it's awesome, but I have a question for you. And they have really nice butts. What was the final score? And asses and abs every time they the score? field. <laughs> three, two, three. Oh, so it ended in a tie. Sure did. And that's how the point you know, system You know what a tie so in- is? One point. Now, if you Ross, get- what's, what's a tie? It's a loss. A tie, a tie is like nothing. kissing your sister. Oh, okay. I'm well. really uncomfortable that, that you said that. actually have a sister. That's uncomfortable. Um, that's not, I didn't make the definition up. I'm just saying in America. Okay, well, if you want to know the rules of the World Cup, so right. you get three points. So, for, so you have a, a division, and in your division, you've got the top two teams advance. So if there's four teams, the team that wins gets three points, a tie, one point, and a loss, zero points. And then you have goal differentials for the most goals scored for. If you have like both teams at the top, the top two tie, but there's one that has more goals that they scored, then they're the number one seed in that group. So there's definite reason when before you get to the quarterfinals why they do it this way. Okay, so you got me on that. I, I I'll say that is what else you got? And what, it, what you and got? It was entertaining to watch the highlights <laughs> of it. I did go back and do that. Why else should I care? Number nineteen. Besides, besides ties galore. Number nineteen, Rurik Jesuson. 
I don't want to go back to your Hawkeye list. Literally, you know how like in um in a stadium or a game, you always know the cameramen are dudes because they always flash to like the hot girl. Literally, they can't keep the camera off this guy. Remember, Even the male cameramen are like glued to him, whether he has a ball or that not. That was like with uh, remember a few years back, AJ McCarron in the championship game. He he's yes. playing his heart out. The guy is playing like <laughs> no one's played in years. And all Brett Musburger uh, is talking about is his hot girlfriend in the crowd. And so many people got pissed off about. I think, that, that I, 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 I kid you not. Job too. I think this is a. Uh, I think this is a real number. I think they actually cut to her like thirty plus times that game. Yeah, they said that she got more airtime than the guy who won the national championship. Once again, we're talking about American football. How does this happen every time? No, no, no. Sean and I are talking about real sports. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sports ball. Anyways. But, but when you say real sports, I mean, yeah, in America, but this is the biggest sport in that actually is, I mean, produces Buku multimillionaire, huge, I mean, following all over the world. And you don't have to have money you don't have to have teams you don't have to have you just play pickup soccer wherever you are you can play with anything any ball any like band of rubber bands together in order to on your own with other people i mean it is the sport for everyone i will say and on that espn list you mentioned a couple weeks back the most powerful athletes whether it be social presence uh athleticism and then i guess sponsorships as well so how Mm -hmm. much money you're making I think there was like five soccer players before the first football player. Boom. Thank you for making the point that I, I should have made said for in you. Your defense. <laughs> in your defense, woman. Well, it's okay. also one of those. Oh, okay, Ross. I was, I was getting. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go it's ahead. It's also an amazing, beautiful, sexy sport because it's not like they call a play and then they execute or don't execute the play and blah, these guys are like, boom, hit each other. Instead, it's. So, so there's no strategy. To center, center wing. Wing, wing to quarterback center. So it's actually what's really amazing is like it develops with literally the chemistry and the people on the team. So you absolutely practice strategy. You try to um, isolate the team, go short, short, long. So you try to isolate their defenders, pull them on one side of the field, cross the field, and then attack with numbers. And there's a lot to it, but you guys need to take the time to watch it and watch it with me so I can explain it all and let you know how amazing it is. Because, I mean, it's not something you just – get out there and execute you literally come up with something because of like the energy and the passion and the ability on the field and watching it is just so exciting when you've got a great game and these are the best players in the best leagues and i mean these are people from europe where they literally take them from middle school out of their homes they take them to programs where they study they compete they play to produce the best players in the world and i mean if that isn't passion and if that is an investment and if that isn't development, I don't know what is. Okay. It's hard for me to take a sport seriously when they have animals that can successfully predict the games. So uh, <laughs> this year, the, the animal this year, Achilles, the deaf cat. Uh, Wait, now, deaf, as, did you say deaf or deaf? He, he is he is a deaf. Okay. What the fuck does that make a difference? If he's a deaf, if he's a cat, if he's anything. He can't hear the cheers. Well, you know what? I'm right. gonna already counter this bull shenanigans. Oh, no, let him, let him, let him finish, yes. and then I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna, run, I'm just gonna run through these numbers. Now, listen, I don't know. Th- this is from like a week ago, and as of a week ago, Achilles the cat had a 100 success rate. Now, let's go back to previous years. 
Paul the Octopus. I remember Paul. Had an 85, he, he predicted 85% all the success rate. 85% success rate. Nelly the Elephant, a 90% success rate. The Panda Cubs. Well, we never got to find out exactly. They did predict a few games, Roy, and then they had to stop because I think they were dying. Because um, <laughs> they wouldn't have sex. <laughs> Shaheen if the they Camel. To Nicole's list, they probably would still be predicting to Ross, this day. I'm already like I'm like literally bored. I gotta go. This list is ridiculous. Now you know how we feel watching soccer. That's that's <laughs> not possible. First of all, I took Sean to his first game here in Mercedes Benz Stadiums. Uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium here in Atlanta to watch Atlanta United, and I was so pissed off because we were late to the game and we didn't get to see. Was kickoff. that my fault, by the way? That has you didn't get wait kickoff. They have kickoffs too. Oh, shut the front door. So anyway, Someone's got to kick the ball. Right. I will kick both of you in the nuts. Devin Hester it, back. Like you. <laughs> Devin Hester isn't there to run it back. Okay. You know what? You're, Don and, and your bestie, Phil, had a lot of bull shenanigans to say to me. And guess what happened? I challenged them. And I literally like. Two on one. Two on one. Raped them and threw fill into the bushes with my like, sturdy legs and like booty hip checked my best friend into the bushes yeah he like flew because he's a twig and i'm sorry and that was also heroic he's, not a twig. he's just got no he's got little little baby legs sorry phil your legs are twigs <laughs> he's got a big upper body little, it's like humpty dumpty on, on skips like day love you phil <laughs> love you so all i'm saying is first of all if you could get out there and run six nine miles as well as dribble ball as well as miles ooh, 69 well these guys clearly do because have you seen them because <laughs> i i don't think you guys could last for like three seconds with some of these people i'm at least a five seconder that was annoying <laughs> shut up <laughs> i'll give you at least four or five okay Ross, quality have you seen two minutes on a good have day. you watched uh any games you watched any have highlights? I? Have you watched any highlights? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I watch the highlights uh, uh, when they come on, you know, like Sports Center or something. I'm not going are, out of my way. Why are you stuttering? See, here's the thing: if you are talking this much back about whatever can predict, first of all, then you need to get your ass in front of a TV and watch some of this, and you need to see the athleticism. You need to see how talented they are. You need to see the like teams oh, that listen, can possess the ball. Soccer players, the, soccer the players are the best. Score, it's amazing. The soccer players are the best athletes in the world. I would not deny that by any means. They totally are. You have to be in amazing shape to play soccer. So I mean, I get that and I respect that. Finishing, but a that's goal about it. Is exciting. It's heroic. I mean, there's literally story heroic. on story on story among each. <laughs> Team among fans. Personally, among... my problem. <laughs> How was it heroic? Personally, are they, are have, they like? Did you see Peru saving score? a city did before this goal? Did you see Peru score the first goal ever in 36 years at the World Cup? And did you see people crying and screaming and running around? And then they ended up winning two nothing. Yeah, I would tell you 100 percent that is heroic. They lifted up their tiny little country, and they. Who did I mean, Iceland beat? Iceland has a. Population of like 3,000, I think they beat the Germans. It was amazing. Right? Number 19. Or can Wait, we talk about him did again? I, did I just throw some facts and knowledge? You did. See, and then they came back and got their butts. But here, here's them. the thing. I will say that being at a soccer match 
is one of the most intense, amazing sporting events you can be at. However, to watch it on TV, if I'm not invested because of either a player or a team, and with Merck sucking so bad and not making it, as Nicole eloquently put a couple weeks ago, it's hard for me to get engaged in it in a sport that I can see all the highlights on SportsCenter, much like hockey or golf. Okay. I am beyond offended and disgusted that you compared the best sport in the world to hockey or golf. However, I do understand that it's hard to get passionately behind teams if you're not into them or you don't know, like you don't follow some of the best players or you don't watch the best soccer. I mean, European league is the best soccer, right? But here's the deal. When we came, when we showed up late to that game, and I was like furious because it wasn't your fault. It wasn't my fault. We were just weren't able to make kickoff and I was upset. It was actually the best thing that could have happened because the roar of the crowd and the passion and the intensity and the different level of excitement than uh, American football game, you were impressed and like taken. It's a, a different by. atmosphere. And it- so once you experience that, it's incredible. And then you follow certain teams and you see so many things that are incredible. And then to have the finishes, like some of these bicycle kicks and placements and um, just power for shooting and for finishing is incredible. And shoot, like you guys want to watch like a bunch of dudes brawl. Like there's been yeah. broken legs. There's been noses. There's been blood. There's been like flopping. Uh, we, there was a, a gash in a guy's back. Yeah, a head. lot of flopping. Okay. <laughs> You, I can't. People are falling down and not even touch. I did see the one yeah, where the guy I pat on the back. <laughs> the pat on the back was the best. I don't even know what country that was. I will say this though: going into this, you were rooting for Messi. Urgent Is that Urgent. still the case? Well, he kept it alive and he came back and he scored the Today. second goal, and so they won. So it got. But again, it was like so exciting. It's like a a passionate, good story, and almost every game there's something incredible. Nice. That's a, that's a very valid argument, and and I will say that it, you know, being at the game and being at one of the matches, Ross is one of the most electric things you can do. Um, that being said, I can't wait till September. You're not my husband anymore. I'm out. <laughs> oh, I think that was settled after your. Uh, that's what she said. Second. Yeah, she uh, she definitely <laughs> just left the room. But you know what? She had it coming after that's what she said. Hey Ross, do you have any money to burn? Do I have any money to burn? I do not. Why? No, I was going to say, if you have an extra $24,000 lying around, you could smoke a giant gold joint. Oh, you had me at could. (laughs) You had me at, do you have any money to burn? Um... (laughs) Apparently, a Los Angeles-based cannabis company, uh, Stone Road, founded by Lex Corwin, uh, commissioned a joint that was uh, approximately three feet long uh, and contained more than a pound of weed, as well as six ounces of concentrate, which I don't know what that is, two ounces of bubble hash, and 24 karat gold leaf worth rolling papers, worth $5,000 alone. The joint was estimated at $24,000. For one joint. For one joint. 
Corwin says smoking this would definitely be a multi-day inve- uh, endeavor. After three or four hits, you would be couch locked. Now, the joint, shaped like an elephant tusk, was a nod to the charity that it was auctioned off for, the African Wildlife Foundation. Corwin spoke of the, the foundation. They're training German shepherds to chase after poachers, and that's definitely something we want to be a part of. So the $24,000 tusk-shaped gold joint earned approximately, get ready for this, $4,000 at charity. Oh my God. Okay, real quick. Are we talking about Jeff Corwin, like the Jeff Corwin? Lex Corwin. Lex Corwin. Lex Corwin. I thought you said Jeff Corwin, and I was like, this just became the best story. However, th- there might be a twist in this story if you just, just so so. It was auctioned off at uh, at an organic nursery in Los Angeles, but he doesn't think he took, and this is actually in the article, pun intended, a financial hit off the joint because but everything was donated, and the person who bought it is my biggest investor. And it's staying in the family. Jeff Corwin, Lex Corwin. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ooh, gosh. And it's wildlife, so that's why I instantly went to Jeff Corwin. They um, plan on announcing plans to smoke the supersized spliff in the weeks to come, in about six weeks or so. And they're going to definitely do it on video. Let me ask you a question here. If you, if you smoked a $24,000 joint, what is the first thing you would do? I'd probably order a pizza. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I'm mean, a listen, man with needs. I mean, listen. I, I, I have indulged in the uh, the cannabis, um, mainly just be, mainly mainly just because like I Ooh, I get the, migraines a lot, so like the, I legitimately do, uh, and it legitimately does help. Um, I'm gonna get a wicked migraine later too. Um, <laughs> but I. It's a, I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine wanting to smoke that. Like I, I would, I would like, okay. Like from a, I'm taking this from a stoner mentality. I don't have one, but I know people that are, if I had that, uh, something that was worth that much money, wouldn't you just sell it and get a lot more weed? Yeah, that is a very good point. How- the, the gold doesn't really intrigue me. Like I can't imagine smoking gold. Appa- like, apparently, you didn't grow up on Goldslogger. No, I did not. Because it's I it's got gold. Oh, I, I I that was the only reason I brought up this story so I could do my Dutch Lure. gold member impression, <laughs> just so I could do that story. <laughs> gold. Oh my god. Um. By the way, I will I will watch that video. Though. By the way. If if well, I nope. smoked twenty four thousand dollar joint, the first thing I would do is probably cry about it because I get like super paranoid, and I would be so upset about the money I just wasted on that joint. Yeah, that, that's the thing. That see, like that's a lot of money that I feel you could reinvest and get a you know like how does it even taste like that smoking gold? Like I I just I I don't see a value. Tastes in like it. A, a waste of money. <laughs> At least you had gold. It's time for some science science. Yes, science, bitch. Having solved all the world's issues, scientists have now moved their focus onto answering the age-old question, what are the health benefits of having robot sex? 
And by robot sex, I mean sex with robots. Oh, okay. I was confused. Thank you. Okay. I needed to clarify. Yes. Uh, Dr. Horny Von Crooked Penis. No. Dr. Chantel Cox George and Susan Bewley set up to find the answer. Um, what if uh, or what are, if any, the medical benefits to having sex with robots? In a paper they just published Monday titled, I, comma, sex robot. The health implications of the sex robot industry. Their findings were surprising. We advise sex bots should not be used in medical practice. <laughs> Cox George, a doctor at St. George's University Hospital in Britain. The reason being is they could find absolutely no evidence that they are beneficial to users' health. They, they looked at areas such as safer sex, therapeutic potential, potential to treat pedophiles and sex offenders, changing social norms. Researchers ultimately found, surprisingly, as opposed to benefits, the fact that sex robots are usually female presenting and their bodies conform to airbrushed normalized beauty standards, that the robots can simulate scenarios of rape, inducing a host of problems that the users <laughs> can trigger assault against actual human beings. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. But I love the fact that this article shows that they are surprised by the findings that it might be a bad idea to have sexual relations with your toaster <laughs> i mean listen uh i've been known to give the glance at my washing machine every now and then just to see what it's thinking uh <laughs> the milkshake brings that boy to the yard damn right um <laughs> would I, would you be surprised to find that it might be bad for your psyche and for your uh, your impact in talking to real women if you were to have intercourse with a robot? You mean like me personally? Yes. That, because that's already at an extreme low. <laughs> How, right. I don't think anything could really affect that at this point. I think I should have. Um, I think I should have had this story before the twenty four thousand dollar bliff because spliff. Because what would you do after you smoked the spliff? I might be high enough to have sex with my toaster. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Okay, uh, just out of curiosity, yes. and I'm, I'm not asking for myself, I'm asking for a friend. How much do these things cost? Um, the more sophisticated models, I can't tell you. <laughs> sophisticated models. <laughs> the toasters that can fit four slices of bread, know. not just but two. I, this seems, I've watched enough Westworld to know that this is a very bad idea. And... I love yes, this is the part about the article that said that they were surprised about the findings that it introduced a host of problems to the subjects. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so Ross, do you imagine the STDs with this thing? Do you think, you know, they'd come no, no, hypothetically, hi hypothetically speaking, do you think that when Skynet eventually takes over, they will be horny or war torn? Um, hopefully not a combination of both. Um, I would say probably war torn. Um, mm. uh, that's that's tricky. That's tricky. Yeah. I don't know which is worse at this point: death by snoo snoo or robot takeover. Anyways, that was our everybody panic this week. We're gonna mix the two. It's 
Time to panic! Now, we've thrown a lot of crazy news at you this week, but there's no need to panic because we have happy thoughts. Your happy place. He's gonna find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. can't leave footprints in the sand of time if you're sitting on your butt. And who wants to leave footprints in the sands of time? Happy thoughts. You're only as deep as your most recent inspirational quote. Happy thoughts. All right. That was another interesting episode of the shit show brought to you by Curran's Corner um, thank you very much to the ever eloquent Nicole Curran thank you for your insight on the football uh, Ross thank you for putting up with me once again oh it was my pleasure um, just like the robots I want to thank all three of you listening at home to our subscribers uh, if you don't mind, go ahead and rate us on the iTunes machine. Visit us on Facebook, despite my rant against uh, Zuckerberg. And um, I think that's all we have this week. So go ahead and uh... get out of here. Get out of here, man. Shit, I'm saying. That's all the time we have today. Be sure to follow the show on the Facebook and Twitter at Curran's Corner. Subscribe to the show on SoundCloud and iTunes. And be sure to tell all your friends what a lovely time you had. Until next time, good night and good luck. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.